Greetings and salutations, everyone. We are Crit Fail, <laughs> and this is the second episode in our How to Make a Character series that we are doing. And this time we are choosing one of our favorite games, mm -hmm. which has come out, which is Carbon Grey. This is from the Deluxe Box Set, and it is a really interesting game of war and mysticism and war is hell and scary stuff is lurking in the shadows and it's got a bit of something for everyone yep. and it's written by andrew ec gasker who has won several awards and he's done carbon gray he's done alien uh he's done some choose your own adventures he's done uh planet of the apes books he's done space 1999 books he's done a lot of stuff yeah so yeah this is a great game i was very impressed to have played it i'm not the gm and <laughs> but it's been a really cool game so it's I am also... Ghost, and I am joined by Emily. Hi, I'm Emily. Uh, Carbon Grey is also based on a graphic novel, so if you want to learn a lot more about the setting before playing, I highly recommend reading it. We all did, and it definitely helped us out with understanding what was yes. going on. And it's pulling from the old West End Games D6 system for any yes. of the old boys and girls out there that remember Star Wars back in the day. comes mm -hmm. from there. Uh very simple system that works very well and the book is gorgeous everything in this box set is gorgeous the mm -hmm. art comes from the uh, graphic novel as emily mentioned and it really raises the look and quality feeling of this product so i recommend you buy it yes we like it we do we like it a lot this is a form fillable sheet. We took the actual sheet and I form filled it. Yeah. So it's if you're going, wow, this looks a bit messy. That's, <laughs> that's on that's, me. That's us. That's not yeah. <laughs> that's not magnetic press play. No. Uh, that's this is us. this is me making the boxes so that we can use it for this video. So that's just a bit of a, a statement there. And just so you know. Carbon Grey is based on a graphic novel, which we do highly recommend reading if you want to get primed with the setting. We all read it. It's amazing. I mean, the art is beautiful, and it definitely helped us understand the game a lot more before just jumping right into it. Yes, absolutely. There's a lot of moving parts to Carbon Grey, and definitely having an idea of what it was about through the graphic novel helped. Um, this is from the deluxe box set, which is absolutely beautiful comes with the book it comes with maps comes with hard cardboard uh tactical maps counters miniatures dice <laughs> it's there's so much in that it's box it, it it's really good value yeah it's if i recommend you buy it because i like it yep so when you start making a character in Carbon Gray, the first thing you're going to want to do is pick a character template. So there are going to be a lot of different templates you can choose from. Anything from uh, a soldier fighting in the trenches, a noble, you can have a, what, grease monkeys, like a, a child yep. that fixes mechanical things. You can yep. have 
practically anything you can imagine, there's probably a template you are going to like. So I really recommend reading through all the templates before settling on one. It's going to give you a sense of kind of what the character would be like, both in terms of their story and in terms of the mechanics of playing that character. Once you have selected your character template, you can start filling in some things on the sheet right from that. So I'm going to be going with a Darman Adept. And the first things you will see on the template, first you're going to have the background, which will give you sort of an idea of what your character would be like, what their life might have been like, how they might feel about certain things. It might give you some ideas about how they might feel about some of the other characters in your game. It is then going to give you a personality and a quote. Now, I'm not going to type them all out, but I'll show you where they go. So for Darman Adept, we've got, you have a youthful curiosity tempered with a wisdom beyond one of your young years. You carry yourself with courtesy and humility. So let me summarize that. Here is where you would put your personality. And then each character comes with a quote as well. So mine is, will alone is enough to change the course of the world. Oh, look at that sparkling light. That needs to be examined. So... What flavor are they? The shiny lights? No, the gumdrops. Oh, <laughs> lime. I think we went with lime. Yeah. So that is where your quote would go. Uh, you're also going to get a memento, which is a unique item that your character archetype gets. And that is going to have some effects that come along with it as well. So for the Darman Adept archetype, I get tech spec night vision goggles. And what those do is they are going to add a plus one on all perception and divine roles. I would recommend making a note of that, whether in the memento section or somewhere else, just because it's something you are going to want to remember. You also are going to get some equipment that comes with your archetype. So for me, I'm going to start adding that here and I get adept robes, which are a form of heavy clothing. And I also get my starting money. Now, some people are going to have more starting equipment. As an adept, you don't start out with a whole lot. And possibly the most important thing you are going to get with your archetype is we're going to want to fill in our attributes here. So my dex is going to be 2D plus 1. For perception, I have got 3D knowledge, another 3D strength, only 1D plus 2. I'm not the strongest. For mechanics, we have got 2D, and for willpower, 3D. Now, this is something that's only going to apply to certain characters. I do also get to add some into the continuity flux skills here. Now, for a lot of characters, you're not going to be adding anything there, but I'm adding 1D in each of those. Okay, so that is the first step. Make sure you pay attention to everything that comes along with the character archetype. Fill all of that in, and that is your first step done. I believe some start with 
only some of them. Uh, in our party, we have an aspiring occultist, and I believe he got two of them, but not all three at the start, or something like that. So yeah, it's it's not something all characters get, but if you have them, you're going to want to make sure that you fill them in, because they will become very important none. later. Yes, I'm sorry, you don't have any. All right. Now, step two, you're going to want to pick your character name and you can fill out a couple of the other things up here too, like some appearance-based things. So my character that I play is named Issa. And she is... <laughs> she is 10. And yes, <laughs> she is not exactly in the army, but she's around. Uh, she is... Oops, wrong way around. She's about four foot... And she's kind of small. Now, if you want to add a serial number, you can do that too. They don't actually come into play at any point in the game, but if that would be more immersive for you to have a serial number, you can definitely go for that. And that is really all that is entailed in step two. You need to pick a name, come up with a couple things about your appearance. It just gives you a chance to kind of think more about the character beyond the archetype. And how long did it take you to pick your character name, Aaron? Uh, I think my character name was about 30 seconds. Okay, it always takes me forever. Mine, mine was, yeah, I just sort of kind of, that one wasn't too hard for me. Okay, Werner, Werner. It always Werner takes Reiter. me forever. All Corporal. Right. Corporal Werner Reiter. Cavalry. I have a horse. You do? I've never used him in you've any event. You've never, we've never met your horse. No, I, it's actually part of my equipment. I come with oh, a horse. Oh, it's in your equipment. Okay, excellent. It is in my equipment. So I guess I can always open my backpack and at some point pull out the horse. All right. So our next step is choosing quirks, obligations, and remarkable abilities. So you're going to see all those over here under persona. So a quirk is a personality trait that can sometimes be a hindrance when you roleplay it. But yes. once you choose one, you're also allowed to pick a remarkable ability, which should be something that makes things a little easier for your character. So choosing a quirk's a bit of a double-edged sword. Uh, so I have decided that for Issa, if she were to have a quirk, it would be stubborn. And you will find a mm -hmm. list of the quirks on page 38, starting on page 38. You can go through and choose one, or there's also the option to roll for a quirk if you aren't sure which one you would like to choose. If you're having trouble thinking up a character, it can be nice to just roll for one. It kind of gives you a baseline to work with if you know that you're stubborn or reckless or easily distracted. I guess that is a thing you could base the rest of your character upon. Does Werner have a quirk? No. Yes, it is optional. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody else did take one. I, at the time, he was. All characters are meant to be exceptional in yep. their in their way, but I sort of made him more around. With, we have two mystic mystical sort of characters in the group. We do. So, I actually went more. He understands the war. He's been in the war since day one. He's not shell-shocked, but he's war-weary. He's seen a lot of things that he's 
never going to be able to get rid of. And he's probably done some stuff. Um, well, he has, because we cover some of that in the um, fourth adventure. There's stuff that will haunt him. But I made him more around the idea of a, just a traditional soldier. He okay. He's more... Uh, He's a cavalry scout through and through, is what he was. So for him, he's very much fish out of water with all of this, um, some the stuff that we've sort of had to do in the adventures. So because of that, I sort of didn't go with a sort of stated quirk and remarkable ability because he's not mediocre, but I wanted him to be... He's just standard soldier. So... That was sort of more my thinking. So, yeah, I think I'm the only one in the group that doesn't have a quirk and a remarkable ability. Well, since I have chosen a quirk here, I do also get to choose a remarkable ability. And those are going to start on page 42. And so I have decided to go with Danger Stop Sense. It. What? <laughs> which adds plus one on all rolls using Reflex or Instinct, which are some skills. Now, obligation, you also need to choose. And obligations, you can take one or more. That is up to you. So obligations are going to determine a character's motivations and allegiances. And at the end of a session, you will be rewarded if you stayed true to your obligations. So you can take as many as you want. But since you are supposed to roleplay that, it will become harder for you possibly to make yep. decisions if you choose multiple obligations you may find yourself torn between your obligation to your family and to the law if say yep. your family are criminals yep. uh depending now for obligations too it is also there's kind of two ends of each obligation you can choose from say you choose family it could be you always side with your family or you want nothing to do with them and try and avoid them at all costs. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are aligned with whatever you choose as your obligation. It could be the opposite, but it is something that's going to guide how you make your decisions. Now, uh, yes. for Issa, I chose to go with Honor because that one also had kind of a sense of she works with an organization, and that was the closest thing I could come up with to be an obligation tied to that, because family didn't really work. So that's the one I have chosen to go with. Yes. And you're going to find the obligations on page 40. So that is the end of step three. Now, what you're going to want to do next is you get to choose some skills and you get seven dice to divide among different skills you can put multiple dice into a skill if you want to but during character creation no skill may go over two you can Correct. raise things later on if you wish to through character growth but starting off nothing can go above a two now because i am playing a character that uses continuity flex skills it is Really, really good to get as many uh, dice into those as you possibly can, as early as you can. So I'm going to make all of my continuity flex skills a two. I can't go over that at the moment, but I would like them to be as high as they can. And as for the other ones, I am going to put one into instinct. 
one into investigate. I am going to put one into grit. And I am going to put one into reflex. And that is all that I can do for the moment. Now, it is definitely something that you can add more to later on. And you can use a skill, even if you don't have any dice in that skill, you will just be using your attribute exclusively instead of adding your skill to that. But it's definitely something you can, you can buy more skills later on, you can upgrade your skills later on. This is not the be all and end all of skills. Now, once you have all the dice set into your different skills, you need to calculate your SRP <laughs> defenses. So SRP stands for surprised, readied, and psyche, and they are going to be different kinds of defenses you can have. You calculate those based on your attributes. So surprised is going to be your perception times three. So since I've got three into perception, my surprise is going to be nine. Dex, sorry, ready <laughs> is going to be your dex times three. Now for my dex, I've got two dice. I've got two dice plus one. Now when you're calculating your defenses, you're going to ignore any modifiers that you have on those. So it's just the two times three. So my readied is going to be six. And then for the psyche, that is going to be your willpower times three, which gives me another nine. That is going to be how you calculate those defenses. And at this point, you are pretty much nearly done your character. The last thing that you need to decide is actually how your character is connected to the other characters in the party. So this is something you'll obviously need to get the other players input as well as probably the GM's input on. Not something you can just decide, although if you're creating your character before talking about this with other players in your group, you could definitely come up with some ideas, but it is something you will sort of need to collaboratively do. So for example, uh, in our group, <laughs> we have kind of a is split down the middle to know each other from one area to know each other from another area and they just keep getting told to work together so now they know each other through that but my adept character and the aspiring occultist are both connected through continuity flux reasons then we have got a soldier and a military doctor who know each other and then basically they got shoved together when the two military personnel were told they needed to work with members of the order. That is the group my character belongs to. Uh, any tips for establishing character connections, Aaron? Um, it doesn't have to be mirrored. So uh, my character's connection is from events in his past. He feels protective of Issa, even though that doesn't necessarily have to be mirrored either way. So your obligations don't have to be that, that sort of a mirrored effect, you mm -hmm. know, and um, um, the obligation I have to the doctor is I've known him a while. So there's a friendship one there. Um, Xander's is difficult. Um, <laughs> Our aspiring occultist. I yep. I want to keep shooting him. 
Well, Issa doesn't want to be working with him either at this point, but she's just being told <laughs> she has to. So, but yeah, I Sorry, think that the big thing is don't don't trap yourself thinking that the obligation has to be the connection that has to be mirrored. It doesn't. Yeah. You, it could be there could be a connection from that character to this character, but the connection in the opposite direction can be totally different. The reason you're a party does not have to be the connection so i think just using creativity and imagination comes up with the yeah the best stuff there and there you have it you have got a character and again keep in mind things can change as you play uh your obligations can change if you find that you your character no longer feels the ties they felt before i'd say you can talk to your gm about that um yep. Certain things you you can't necessarily change. I can't decide halfway through our campaign. I want I want a different archetype, and I now want to be a cavalry scout because I'd like to have a horse in my inventory. Uh, but skills you can definitely add to. You can gain more skills. You can add equipment. You can buy that. You can do all kinds of things to have your character grow, both in terms of story and your skills. So yeah. This is your start, but it's not the end. Yeah, the game's very much complex set of gears that works together. But because of that, there's a lot of depth. So the the character from a, a sheet point of view really is just numbers. They mm -hmm. they translate very well into the game, but they really are just numbers. It, but the game itself really has in depth and, and scope to take your character in some really interesting directions. Um, so, yeah, don't limit your thinking to just looking at the, the number on the sheet and going, oh, it's, it's this. Or uh, I think compared to some other games, this one really stands out. Just the D6 system, really, in general. Star Wars was the same. Um, I think that's a it's a big thing. The character creation process, the rules, that they're pretty straightforward, but a, a lot can happen, and it's not limiting. Uh, the wild dice adds so much variance to it. Very true. All right, well, thank you for watching, and we hope that you have learned a lot about creating a Carbon Grey character and that you will enjoy playing Carbon Grey, because we do. Yeah, and there's more coming. Oh, yeah. We're looking forward to it. So and check out our channel for more carbon gray content absolutely or if you're interested more in different character creation stuff let us know what game you'd like to see a character creation video for absolutely comments down below <laughs> yes they are